0: hey i'm kate and i'm riley and you're listening to just add tea mama where we'll be chatting about all things mamahood over a cup of tea hey kate how's it going hey riley it's good how are you doing oh i'm doing well just sitting here and living my best life living your best what are you sipping what's in your mug um, tonight I've got uh,
1: vanilla cinnamon. Um, it's like a chamomile, but it's vanilla Ooh. cinnamon flavored.
0: So that's what I got. What awesome. you got? I am throwing it old school. And as always, it's tea. I'm throwing it old school and I went with a orange pico, Ooh. but spiced it up with some vanilla syrup.
1: Amazing. Have you purchased vanilla syrup now? Now that I, you yeah, got your uh, my little trial bottle that I
0: gave you. I know, um, which you also added the label to, yes. Of course I did. Of course <laughs> I did. Uh, yeah, I actually, my brother was going uh, shopping and I was like, hey, if you end up at Winners, can you please pick me up a bottle? And so now I have some sugar-free vanilla syrup delightful isn't it so good in tea it's the best it's it's so good I actually was watching I don't know someone on social media and they were drinking tea and like just listening it was a like a David's tea you know ad pretty much um but some of those sounded so good
1: yeah oh my gosh I I yeah like we could talk about one. tea all day this is very on brand for us but we could talk this, about yeah. favorite <laughs> teas all day I know
0: it eh? okay well um tea for life and (laughs) where where are you falling on the scale how are you feeling
1: um I'm good I'm about I would say an eight today um we're getting ready for a big trip and I feel like all my lists are coming together I've like packed and then this morning my mother-in-law came over and watched Nora and I went for a massage which was delightful
0: so
1: I'm feeling rejuvenated
0: yeah. Rejuvenated. Excellent. That is such a like a key, t- like a hot tip there. Like a key hot tip yeah. of getting massage before you go. Cause probably being a list maker, sometimes too many lists are overwhelming. And then you're like, I thought I wrote this on a list. I can't find it. So yeah did you get hot stone?
1: No, I did not. It was just a just your your run of the mill registered massage. Um it was great,
0: fantastic, fabulous. Yeah. What about I, you? Where are you at today? Uh yeah probably an eight maybe even a nine uh, today wow. my cousin came over and we deep cleaned my top floor nice and I mean I've obviously been cleaning it since I moved in but I hadn't like admittedly pulled out the stove and the fridge and you know we wiped down every wall and baseboard and cupboard oh, wow. so uh feeling really good other than the uh, washing machine broke so I'm like 400 loads behind Ugh. Uh, but so but otherwise like my house is sparkling so that feels good
1: amazing well it must be nice to have uh,
0: you said your new washer and dryer arrived though yeah yeah it's it's all hooked up and it's nice just to be getting the loads going I'm I'm a solid one load a day kind of girl yeah. that way I can get it washed dried and then ideally folded that day if not by the next day for the next load Um, but right now I think I have like three or four loads to fold
1: yeah so the the backlog of laundry weighs heavy on your soul is what you're
0: saying yeah Yeah. Yeah, the backlog of laundry does weigh heavy on my soul but it's not getting me down because I'm an eight because you're well you said almost nine so there you go just (laughs) So, because I'm almost nine, yeah. Flying high, flying high. <laughs> um, why was six afraid of seven? Oh God! Uh, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my. god <laughs> Okay, so I'm hilarious. We should uh, have it.
1: Yeah, you are hilarious. We should have a new segment of our episode called "Dad Jokes," except that it features <laughs> you coming up with ridiculous jokes.
0: Yeah um okay that's cool I love it yeah um absolutely okay let's move on to our children uh I'm going to tell you a story about the time a couple hours ago where Kaylee decided we need to own a farm because she started by saying I want a horse and then a cow and then I think she said a pig and then she went down and she wanted a mouse but dad told her now, we don't have a mouse in the house, but she could have some outside. And outside, um, and then she also would like a beetle.
1: Okay, so she kind of like
0: went down
1: the chain of animals, and she was like, "Fine, I'll she settle did. for a beetle."
0: I, yeah, no, no, no. She didn't like settle for a beetle. She wants all of the above. Okay, okay. So okay,
1: from so beetle to now, horse,
0: all of it. Yeah, yeah. So like that's that's lovely. Like uh, beetles need love too. Okay. Uh, She, so she's funny that that was, oh, that was a conversation so I overheard of with her and her dad. So that was like, kind of sweet and just hearing the back and forth. Oh, um, my boy, I don't know what's going on with him, but he's just, you know, I think he's living to squawk these days. Living he, he, to squawk. I wouldn't say that he's like angry or grumpy or anything. But to get his point across goes from like, he's happy to screaming like yeah. like shrieking uh so like if he's hungry and I'm making it obviously he has no clue what I'm doing uh, but he just all is shrieking and yep. then as soon as he's done it's like okay I couldn't care less what you're doing I'm done yep so that's fun uh we're so he working... just spends
1: all day yelling at you basically
0: yeah pretty much like this is a tough boss yeah yeah he is he's a bit of a bit of a bad boss yeah he he's got that bad boss vibes but um he's cute and I don't know He'll he's it. lucky he's cute I'll accept it yeah I'm sure it's probably a leap of some sort I, I don't know I, I've lost track but
1: yeah uh, Nora's, he's, Nora's he is Nora's definitely going through something um leap wide yeah well sleep is again just always a gong
0: show well it's fun isn't it
1: yeah super fun um she was up until 9 30 p.m last night she had a late afternoon nap and that <laughs> pushed her bedtime to 9 30 like she was wanting to party and I was like I was up, I was literally sitting on the living room floor and I said these words to her I was like girl I am so done I am so done
0: I'm so I, done I love mentally it,
1: but I needed a break and I was like wow this was yeah a day. so yeah, she, yeah, yeah yeah you're right
0: that does make for a long day
1: yeah, really long day. But other than that, no, she's sweet. She's so funny. She's getting very like goofy, goofy personality. Like she'll, oh, she'll, she loves anything her size. So like any, anything that's at her height, she's like very into. So she has this little stool in her bedroom and she also has not related a little pink bucket hat, like a sun hat. Um, okay. Happens to be like like on a pile in her room and every time she goes into her she'll crawl into her bedroom put her little bucket hat on go over and sit <laughs> on this little stool and then start reading books I'm like you are an 80 year old woman like I don't know who you are
0: it's you, so have, you, have you have you taken a picture like that oh
1: yes oh yes we've taken many and videos of her just like babbling away reading these stories in her
0: bucket hat like it's history yeah in her like do you have a reading hat that you read to her and doesn't everyone have a reading hat? I don't. I, yeah, mine's like a a sequin cowboy cowgirl hat.
1: <laughs> a reading hat. Oh my god, she's she just kills us. She's very, she's just very like goofy. Um, she's getting that real sort of like impish, goofy, yeah, quality coming out, and we're That's loving fun. It. It's it's very fun, even though I'm not. saying so yeah. fine, whatever.
0: Jackson's in a like. Uh, Kaylee was very goofy Jackson is very sweet like every single time Jay comes home he runs he crawls as fast as he can over to him crawls up gives him a hug and a kiss and leans on him oh boy and like he yeah he loves his sis and his mama like he he's a lover and and a fighter a feisty, he's a lover a and feisty.
1: and a bad boss but he's and a bad boss you know yeah he's, he's a lover boss so baby well we'll allow it
0: yeah he he is sweet other than when he's squawking um he's cute okay let's talk about our our mad minute so um oh I didn't even say today we're talking about uh setting self-care and boundaries yeah so I wanted to really highlight the fact that it's not just self-care it's the self-care and boundaries and how they kind of all connect into one we'll we'll dive into what that means but yeah the two different topics there yeah. So with that being said, um, our Mad Minute is related. So if you could choose one self-care item a month, what would it be?
1: Oh, I think start? mine would have to be um, nails. I like having. I I don't necessarily always go to a salon. Like I um, I purchased my own like LED gel lamp. Mm, yeah. Um, so I do my own, but having my nails done um at least every couple weeks keeps me in a in a nice place I feel like when my hands look like they're nice my I feel like the rest of my life is together even though it's not but yeah
0: what about you I like that one uh, I'm pretty similar um I would say like petty here nice yeah I like with one self-care item a month um well I don't know it's kind of a attire. I used to be a once a month massage goer (laughs) Mm -hmm. um I I would love to get back to that I had a lady that did it out of her home and she did have hot stone and I just felt so much um like my body felt better and it was like so relaxing and it was me time so I'm not there yet so maybe that's like a futuristic one Uh, but for right now yeah definitely I'd say my nails something I can do like myself or, or like my cousin is an esthetician so she often will do it for me so yeah I agree like there's you just feel more put together when you have your nails done
1: yeah there's something about it something about looking down at your hands and having them nice is just yeah it just fills my cup
0: I mean like there's like gum in your hair and like (laughs) you know spit up on your shirt but at least you have beautiful nails
1: at least you have pretty nails that's all that matters
0: I'm feeling spicy today so uh this is gonna be a fun one
1: yeah totally um so yeah we're we're diving in today on um self-care and boundaries um so yeah we we we've talked a little bit about self-care but like um we kind of I think wanted to start with like defining what self-care means Mm -hmm. to each of us um so for me like oh I think I want to start with like self-care can mean completely different things to different people. So like, a lot yeah, of people absolutely. will talk about like taking a hot bath or whatever, you know, but like, I think, um, I think self care can mean so many different things. And and different people have different ways to keep themselves sort of um, in a mm-hmm. good space. So- yeah. Yeah. So I think like for me, my two elements or like two ingredients for self-care that kind of keep me feeling balanced are sleep and exercise. Those are, and it sounds really basic, but like keeping my sleep in check, making sure I'm getting enough sleep, which of course is hard with babes. Um, but like Mm. even allowing myself to lie down if if we've had a rough night, allowing myself to like lie down at the same time as Nora goes down for a nap, like those kinds of things, making sure that I'm getting enough sleep in a day is really key for me to feel overall good. Um, and then regular exercise, like even if it's just getting out for a walk or whatever, um, I try to do, uh, I try to keep on top of, um, like doing some workouts every week. Um, but those two things really for me are like taking time to make sure that I have those basic necessities in place, um, to keep me on track. What about you? How do you sort of
0: define self care? If I were to break it down into like an ingredients list, uh, mine would be being organized that feeds my soul. So that list making meal planning, just knowing, you know, what I I need to get done. Mm -hmm. And even if, if it's to be done in a month, just the fact that it's not going to be lost and then forgotten, and then good food and my water intake. So Mm -hmm. I'm okay, you know, to have pizza or like go out, but my body starts to crave salads and my vegetables and your meat and your, your starch. So just having like good balanced food really makes a difference in my body for sure. Yeah. Uh, if I, if I were to like summarize it, I'd say for me, it's all about the routine, which is surprise, surprise me and yeah. routine. Big surprise. Um, but yeah, just like being organized, having that routine, like I feel best when I wake up and my clothes have already, I've already picked out my clothes. I ideally have a couple minutes before either kid's awake so I can um, kind of do a morning routine, throw on so, some, wash my face and um, put on some face cream, get my tea starting to uh, brew. And yeah, like a lot of my self-care revolves around being organized and just making sure I'm on track to set my day up for success.
1: Nice. Yeah. And so like where someone, you know, someone else, it might be like doing a spa day every, whatever, every couple of weeks or every month. Um, for some of us, I think it's more almost basic. It sounds, it sounds silly to say that it's basic because those things are so important, but like I think, yeah, being organized and getting enough sleep, like those things seem kind of like, duh. Of course, it's those obvious. are important. They're obvious. Yeah. But they're also so important. And when those things get out of whack, like when my sleep is out of whack, or I'm sure when you're feeling disorganized, like the rest of your life feels like chaos. Right. So, you know, I think making sure to prioritize those things
0: is key to feeling good. Yeah. I think right now we can describe ourselves as being in the trenches yep. still. And so our, a lot of our self-care is basic, like showering,
1: mm-hmm. eating
0: food that makes us feel good, going for a walk, getting enough sleep. Uh, side note, it, it's, in, it'd be interesting to like pull a bunch of people, a bunch of moms of when they feel like they're no longer quote unquote in the trenches versus oh, yeah. just like, Raising babies so that they are like their self care might be like next level, and and it, it different. It's different for every person. Like you and I, most of our our self care can be done within and around our home. Where someone else self care might be not staying home and and resting or eating food or like it. Everyone's so different, and obviously the season of life makes such a difference.
1: Yeah, totally and you know i think i think one of the things that i find about self care um or that i find tricky about self care is that sometimes you need to rely on other people um to be oh, able to such like, a big make, one yeah to be able to like make the time for self care and make whatever priorities you have for your for keeping everything in line um it's it's hard to ask for help like I don't know. I I think a lot of women, again to generalize, I think we tend to be sort of more like thinking about others, putting other people before ourselves, and I think like it's out of our comfort zone to ask for help or ask, um, or like set boundaries. We'll get to that, but like it's sort of out of our yeah out of our comfort zone to ask for help. Like I have a perfect example recently. Um, I just was feeling like. I needed because Nora is so busy now like she's starting to walk and she's just into everything and I'm finding it Mm -hmm. hard to like get things done and also to have um time you know weekly where I can sort of do something for myself um and you know evenings are always so busy so I asked um I asked my mother-in-law if she'd be willing to watch Nora like one morning a week for a couple of hours just so I could like either go to a yoga class or like get some things done around the house while Nora's busy Love with- that.
0: yeah so no, that's so uncomfortable though to like yeah put yourself out there and like you're not admitting that you can't do it because if the answer was no you do it and you do it like you 10 out of 10 like you would be you're a great mom but yeah. that's it's uncomfortable saying like hey I could use the help if it's available and yeah. How, how did that pan out?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's been awesome. It's been so great. And my mother-in-law so sweet. She was like, she actually said, you know, it's, it's been so nice for her too. Cause it's like a dedicated time every week where she knows she gets to spend the time with Nora. So like it, it Love ends that. up being kind of a win-win. And so something that felt kind of uncomfortable initially where I was like, Oh, should I ask her? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to put that on her. Like, I, I don't want to feel like a burden. But then, you know, here we go. She's actually said how nice it is. And so she was over. She usually comes Wednesday mornings. And so she was over this morning so I could go for a massage. And it was like, I came back and both she and Nora were like, you know, playing in the like play kitchen, like just happy. Right. It's just like, you know, they they have a really good time together. And it's good for Nora, too, because it's like it's a little bit of a break. For me, because, you know, we're joined at the hip every day. So it's, uh, yeah, it's it's a win-win. I don't know, but it is, it's an uncomfortable thing to kind of ask and to like, you know, make, make your, make yourself a priority um, in, mm. in yep. the overall
0: day, you know? Well, and then the fact that you have to rely on someone else to take that time for the self-care means that you make you have to make sure you're ready so when they show up that you're ready to go and you've got whatever it is planned out so you're not burning the midnight oil trying to figure out what you want to do so it like now we're now you're doing some pre-planning too yeah
1: totally yeah I don't know I think uh I think it's just it's really necessary to like make sure you we're asking for help when we need it um because I think a lot of us just kind of bury our heads in the sand and try to just get it done and put our, you know, just,
0: just get things done. And and by getting it done, meaning you're squishing it into pockets of time that you have throughout your day. So like nap time, or while they're like quietly playing, you're unloading the dishwasher. So like that, I think that's amazing that you've, you've dedicated some time to that. So maybe that's something I'll, I'll work towards as well, like making sure I have that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Carving out some time. For yourself even if it's just like yeah even if it's just an hour half an hour um figuring out where you can make that time in
0: your day to to set aside time for yourself love that um is there any anything else that you want to to throw in there about self-care before we move on to boundaries Um, yeah, they're kind of
1: related, so I'm sure we'll touch on it again. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think, I think one thing we, we really wanted to just emphasize is how different self-care is for, for everyone. And hopefully some of our listeners can like, you know, take something from, from what we chatted about, but also think about, you know, ways that they can implement more, um, self-care into every day. Um, and again, that, that looks different for every
0: person. So, yeah. Yeah. so I I haven't done in a while so I'm just reminding myself so I need to do it but I have I have one goal a day on top of everything on my to-do list and obviously um my my necessities of like making dinner and whatnot but I have one goal a day and then that way if I haven't done anything else my whole day other than this one thing I've succeeded but it and I and I definitely bucket it into being self-care because it can be anything so sometimes my one thing a day was paint my nails so like so simple it doesn't affect anyone but myself but paint my nails Mm -hmm. but it can be all the way up to calling the bank because there was an extra charge and like now you know you're gonna have you're gonna be on the phone a while and you're gonna have a a very um interesting heated conversation and so yeah yeah like um, like it can be literally anything and it doesn't matter if it makes sense to anyone else because it it matters to you. And then at the end of the day, when you're lying in bed, reflecting, mm-hmm. you can, you can say like, check Mark, I have, I completed my one goal a day.
1: Nice. Do you set that in the morning? Like, do you consciously set it every morning yeah. or every, oh, nice. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. I, like I said, I haven't done it in a while, so maybe I should bring that back, but yeah, um, that way it it just really helps me scope out what my expectations are for the day.
1: And also to feel accomplished. Cause I think like um, my, one of my best friends and I talk about this, um how like, when you have a list of things, sometimes it feels overwhelming that like you've got so many things to do, but breaking it down to be like, okay, this is my one main goal for today. And then checking yeah. it off. It's like you, exactly. there's a sense of like completion of like, you know making yourself feeling like okay I I, yeah like if I did nothing else today or if today was chaos at least I got this one thing done you
0: know and it can it can even be like a household chore like if if I've been meaning to wash the cabinets well then that could be my my thing yeah so like I was gonna do it anyways but now it's my goal so now I'm like you know I'm double winning
1: yeah winning on all fronts it's like
0: double jeopardy
1: (laughs) Double Jeopardy. Double Jeopardy, the to-do list edition. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mom Life. Okay, let's talk let's talk boundaries. Yeah. Uh let's start with setting boundaries. So how you set them and how it affects your time and your energy. Did you yeah. you, you have you have any examples?
1: Yeah, I've got um I, I think for me my work-life balance uh, again we're on mat leave right now so this isn't necessarily top of mind but like I've got it in my head that heading back to work in the new year I'm starting to think about making sure that I'm setting enough boundaries around my work life um I'm a teacher and I take it I take my job super seriously like I I when I'm teaching I'm like all in I really yeah you're
0: shaping minds.
1: Well, yeah. And I'm, I just think about the kids a lot. Um, I think about, you know, and if they have, um, rough home lives or whatever, like I just take a lot of it on. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, I think heading back into work now with a family, like I, I haven't had to work since going off on maternity leave with miles. Like I haven't had to, to work with a child at home at the same time. So I think like it's going to be it's going to be tricky to make sure that i'm putting parameters around my work life and not overworking right. and burning out um uncharted like, yeah yeah it's totally uncharted territory so i think like what's easy what what has been easy for me in the past is to like go with the best intentions and be like okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to leave work at four, no ifs, ands, or buts. And then all of a sudden my to-do list grows and I get caught up in something. And then all of a sudden it's five and I'm like, crap, right? Mm -hmm. Like I let it slide. Yeah. So I think for me, like my goal for heading back to work in terms of boundary setting is very much around like having like my working hours, and I get done what I get done. And then when I clock out, that's it. I don't touch work again in the evenings, because that's my time with my family, you know, so yeah. So that's going to be Yeah, that's going to be an ongoing challenge, because I know how easy it is. In the past, I've let those things slide and I, and then I get overworked and stressed and tired and and I think it's going to really come down to me being diligent about and really protective of my my like home time
0: yeah yeah what about you I, totally that makes sense um I for setting boundaries I think a lot of that for me and what works is pre-planning so I I tend to run through scenarios in my head not because I'm anxious about them before I'm placed in a situation but just because that's who I am I like to know all the players at the table and I like to know all the like kind of key information so uh, I don't have to set a lot of boundaries going forward with relationships or with uh, different situations I'm in because I go in already knowing my expectations and what I will accept and what I won't right So, I mean, that, that sometimes you can't plan for different conversations, but for example, um, if talking about work, like I know my, what I call my business hours and I make sure that I'm sticking within those and making sure that I am taking a lunch and so that I'm not feeling burnt out and all I'm doing is working. I'm making sure that I'm um, on the other side, not like taking advantage of, you know, maybe more relaxed. Um, co-workers or bosses or whatnot so like just planning out what I expect what I'm going to give in and what I'm going to get out that really helps me with setting boundaries
1: nice yeah and I imagine working from home it's also hard for you to like have that clear line between home and work right because it's blurred um when you're working from home and so making sure that you're doing things like yeah making sure you take your lunch and not work through Mm -hmm. different breaks and stuff like being yeah planning out to make sure that you're that you have that strike that balance i think would i can imagine would be would be tricky from working from home
0: yeah in the beginning it definitely felt like i worked more working from home because you were trying to over and above prove that like you're a good work from home employee and that you're not going to take advantage of the fact that you're sitting at home but on the um a couple of years in now i've worked from home for a while now i've got it worked out so that i can like enjoy working from home but i'm not just working and then Uh, Like you said, it's so easy to open the laptop after dinner and start working. And I mean, depending if I have a project or whatnot, I might log on for a couple hours. That's the the beauty of um, my company that I I can kind of change my working hours as I need to, but for the most part, really sticking within my like nine to five type business hours, Yeah, my banker hours.
1: Banker hours. Clock in and clock out, baby. (laughs) Nice. And bam, yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think like, um, one of the, one of the things recently that I, um, I had to have a conversation about boundaries was, um, was back to my self-care, like making sure that I get regular exercise. I had to sort of mm-hmm. sit down with Kent and talk about, and again, this is one of those like, you know, super exciting conversations that you have as a married couple, but like, I I had to basically say like I I really want to prioritize exercise again now that like I uh, you know, Nora's a year and I want to sort of like get back into some sort of routine before I go back to work. Um yeah. I I sort of set the goal for myself of of doing like a proper workout three times a week and so I had to sort of set um a conversation with him and set like this is my goal. I want to work out three times a week. So like, where can we fit this in? And how can you know, so that he's watching Nora while I work out or whatever. So again, that was yeah. like, not necessarily a boundary, but communicating like a need and making sure that I sort of don't let don't let like, all the other thing, parts of life get in the way. Um, So yeah. being being really clear about like, what i need what what needs to happen in order to make this happen and um and sort of sticking to it so i think that like certainly in my marriage i think um setting like clear expectations and and being really good communicators about what each of us need um in terms of self care and boundaries like that's
0: that's key for us at least what about you well just a comment on on yours i love that you have such tangible self-care items like the fact that it's sleep so obviously it's broken sleep with young children but you' probably have a, a set bedtime that you're try and, and adhere to other than when Nora's in party party girl mode
1: yeah other than you know the 9 30 p.m party yeah I was already
0: in bed for sure um yeah. but the like you know sleep is achievable. I'll, I'll put that in quotations achievable yeah. but like yeah. exercise is so tangible like you said like even if you're just getting out for a walk like I, I love that yours are, are um, easy to measure mm-hmm. Uh, if I were to say for me um, and boundaries and kind of bringing it also back to, to my marriage is communication with Jay that that really works I'm sure best for everyone but for us is making sure that we're in communication constantly like we have a weekly touch point where we talk about the upcoming week and you know different appointments and as the kids get older obviously different activities and just kind of figuring out what's coming up for the week our finances where they're sitting at Mm
1: -hmm. Um,
0: but we also talk about our time as well so Jay plays darts weekly so that means Monday night's after uh, dinner, he's off to uh, darts. And that means I'm up with the kids and getting them off to bed. But by that time, he's already helped put them in their PJs and um, they're well on their way. So that's kind of nice to have a night to myself as well. Uh, But just being open about what we thought each of us could handle. And that's the same with me. Like when we record, it's it's before, it's after Jackson goes to bed, but before Kaylee usually. And so just understanding that I am actually in the house, but I'm, I'm busy. I'm like taking some time for myself and and filling my own cup. So yeah. for us, the communication is so key and that's boundaries that we've set together for our marriage, for us as individuals, but mm-hmm. also to make sure that we're each filling our own cup. Independently and together, because yeah. actually that's such an interesting point that I, I think about often is Jay can fill my cup, but I need other people to also fill my cup.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he
0: he can yeah. only like maybe I have multiple cups, like you know I have a a J cup and a kids cup, but I also have a girlfriend's cup and a um, family cup. So yeah, yeah, just for us, it's really setting those boundaries around our time and communicating what each of us needs
1: yeah and also being respectful of each other's sort of needs and like your yeah each of your boundaries in terms of like like I know Kent and I have had multiple discussions because I tend to be a little bit more of like a social planner like he Mm. he's social for sure but he he needs more downtime than I do and so sometimes sometimes I'll realize that I've booked up our calendar with tons of social stuff and he'll kind of be like whoa Kate like pump the brakes a little bit like we need to Mm, keep some time for downtime and times time for ourselves and so you know learning through a relationship and through a marriage like learning about those different boundaries and learning how to navigate um, each other's needs I think is it's a it's a learning curve because for me for the first little while like and again, when you're single and stuff, you're just, you're only worried about yourself. Like you're not, you're not navigating these different, um, these different conversations with someone around your time. Um, But now I think it is really critical in my marriage, at least to, to make sure that we're, we have open communication about those boundaries around our time.
0: Well, and, and they change too. So it's not like a, once you've got to figure it out, this is, you know, set for life. Like it, it's, it's evolving based on the season you're in. Like if you have kids, how many kids you have, whatever your situation is. So yeah, like over the years, we've had some really uncomfortable conversations Mm -hmm. because each of us are setting boundaries, whether that be setting boundaries with expectations on our kids and Mm -hmm. what we will accept uh, from others. Mm -hmm. And if we have to stand up and defend what we feel is defending our kids, whether it's big or small and or setting boundaries with each other with our time, or uh, having boundaries with the house. So making sure that everyone feels the other person is pulling enough of their own weight. Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah. And I think that again it's making sure that all of that is communicated and um and i think that's probably one of the hardest things just like with self care asking for help and and being clear about it i think that's that's one of the hardest pieces with boundaries too is that in the moment it's easy to kind of you know question yourself or to to not set that clear parameter and sort of advocate for yourself. I think it can get easy to put someone else's needs before yours, but I think that's probably, you know, like the the best way to to frame both self-care and boundaries is like making sure that your needs are at least in the top three of, um of, you know, your priorities that like, you're mm-hmm. not, you're not always prioritizing work and the kids and everything else above what you need, what you know you need to feel, f- to feel like you're succeeding and feel like you're, yeah. you're in a good place.
0: The, the word boundaries has such a negative representation, I think, in, in today's society, like it, it's often connected with, you know, you've put boundaries around a toxic person in your life. But I think I don't think I don't think it's, it's not always that case. Like sometimes it's boundaries to protect yourself, or to um, enhance yourself or your children or whatnot. So I think, regardless, even if you don't have any toxicity in your life yeah. I think it's important to have boundaries even with yourself like sometimes like my little um, daily goal I have that's a boundary
1: yeah it, like
0: yeah. a very minimal one but my the boundary there is that I've set expectations on myself and I need to achieve them so that I continue to grow confidence in myself and that when I say something and I, I succeed on it I'm feeling accomplished and that I have I've listened to myself because yeah sometimes we've like followed
1: through you'd follow through mm-hmm. on the thing yeah
0: yeah okay I think I I think I feel really good about our boundaries yeah chat yeah I feel here. Like, is there
1: no I feel like we we touched on um we touched on a lot and I feel like um big topic they're
0: both yeah. big topic
1: yeah they are they are and and they're ones that come up a lot, especially. In these early days, sort of in the trenches of of Mm -hmm. our kiddos being young, and I think, um, you know, I think that it's really it's really important for us to to make sure we're setting boundaries and taking care of ourselves. And I think that um, that yeah, we just need to need to stay on track when we go back to work in the new year.
0: Yeah, I I think we'll definitely touch on boundaries and or self care once we're back in the workforce and just kind of update. Yeah. I'm going to read today's episode's quote by Ian Thomas. And every day the world will drag you by its hand yelling, this is important and this is important and this is important. You need to worry about this and this and this. And each day it's up to you to yank your hand back, put it on your heart and say, no, this is what's important.
1: Nice. I love that
0: one. Yeah. It's a beautiful quote. And essentially just talking about how, the world will drag you all over the place but really just following your heart
1: yeah and listening to your intuition and making sure that you're yeah that you're prioritizing what
0: you need as well as everyone else Mm -hmm. so next up yeah yeah our next topic we're wow i can't believe we're already here but our next topic is going to be all about holidays
1: yeah yeah we're going to talk about some different traditions and uh what we're going to be getting up to for, uh, for the upcoming holiday season. So super exciting. And that's the tea.